Yes, it's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy B. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me Don't check out TikTok because TikTok is supposed to uh, uh, trigger people for suicide. Is, so, it, is that what it part, is? Of, part of the algorithm? I, I'm just two years too late to using the app. But uh, it's, you know, it's like that. It's like that millennia. It's like that Gen Z um, Johnny Cash song. Get algorithm when you get the blues. Oh, get algorithm. When you get the blues, I'm going to watch the Chinese app all day until I put a gun in my mouth and blow it away. Get algorithm when oh, also, you get the blues. And also, don't don't listen to the, the, to the Smiths. That'll make you depressed. So The Smiths? Oh, no. And the uh. Smiths? I, you know, I enjoy the Smiths, you know? They're just... Well, the- they just make me... They make my heterosexuality stronger every time mm. I listen to them. Well, you know what makes my heterosexuality not strong? Listening to Jeremy Woodworth Originals and the stylings of Bussy. Oh, and speaking of originals we're back once again another original episode of the quality time podcast i am one third of your meager hosts eric t woodworth joined by ashley excelsior pontius and <laughs> do you actually know my middle name i probably should i know you've told it to me before it's ashley mm. I feel like it's something white trashy. Is it like Ashley Lynn? Ashley Lynn Pontius? Um, It's not, but damn. Ashley Um, Joe Pontius? I just want to say, Jeremy, I love that he sets himself up. I'm making a list of things to be mad about. Today is Tuesday, March 28th. I will give Eric the silent treatment for not knowing my middle name, of which Eric will be greatly pleased to have several hours to not hear from I, I also, I, I also, I, I also want to say that I'm probably too dumb to know her last name. I'm just going to say it's, it's Pontiac. Pontiac, uh, yes. Her yeah. last, her name is actually Ashley Pontiac Grandam. So. I can fit uh, so many white men in my caboose. Uh, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be dead serious with you right now. If you gave me three or four it would take me three or four chances to remember what jeremy's middle name is i'm not gonna lie i know it's not p i know it's not jeremy p woodworth then why do you call because he's jeremy p that's what he is because okay all right well wait a minute what is psoriasis um (laughs) (laughs) 
does she does, does she know what my last name my, my does she know what my middle name is well, well I, I don't think i know what it is i'm trying to remember Jesus. i remember my dad's middle name was carl but jeremy's i'm saying jeremy i don't know yours because i actually thought eric had been leading me on to what your name is for years I don't think I actually know them. If Eric doesn't, then I don't. Yeah, it's know not P though. What is Jeremy's? Well, middle Well, Jeremy, name? tell me what is your middle name? I'd love to know. Well, I'll, I'll full disclosure. Uh, my middle name. Um, the only I only always think my the only reason I think my brother knows it is when I actually I actually used my middle name as my uh psychopath name when i was in the hospital because i named because i named myself nathan the prophet oh yeah jeremy, <laughs> jeremy nathan J- jnw nathan. I, I mean jeremy i know that may there not be funny but i kind of like this <laughs> jeremy did think he was nathan the prophet when he was uh institutionalized for a bit now, and i'll never forget what he said to me he said the demons are everywhere uh and i you know i carried that for years with me but now wait jeremy here's what i want to know though jeremy are we saying nathan the one that went to david and was like hey i know you've been fucking a wife that ain't yours <laughs> that, that promise uh, I don't think Nathan uh, uh, had a had a had a, uh, a harlot as a wife, but well, no, no, no. Nathan went to David. Nathan was the one that went yeah, to David yeah, and was like, yeah. "Hey, David, I hear you can't keep it in your pants." Oh, uh, yeah. Tell okay. everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the prophet who actually had a uh, yeah. runaway train. Never. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so we right. can all agree, though. I mean. <laughs> King David, ah. though King David, like, of all of the biblical thing, he had he was the originator of Christian rock. I mean, it was at its height, right? He was uh, he was God's musician, right? Couldn't he play yeah. like a good tune and stuff? So just imagine hearing Creed for the first time ever. That was like King David, but he was fucking harpsichord too. You know, you understand the level of of puss that's available? Yeah, you know, it's it's a tough well, thing. Well, Eric, you know that David had this affair with Bathsheba, got her knocked up, and God was like, hey, because you got her knocked up, I'm going to kill that fucking kid. So, like, while David's waiting for that kid to die, he's like, my sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) My sack is nice. (laughs) My middle name's Victoria. Oh, that my favorite Spice Girl. Um, Thank you. Married to David Beckham. And you're married to the game uh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny you bring up the spice girls because of the name of our show on sunday i shared it and i was like i'd be hairy spice <laughs> <laughs> so we're back once again we're recording on an off day you generally were a sunday afternoon get it nice get it tight but due to uh programming uh and show bookings that are happening for both b and ashley uh we are we are moving the timeline up and uh you know having an episode tonight which I, you know what i'm in a good mood but i'm i should be in a bad one i should be in a bad mood because jeremy do you remember last episode when i told you that i went to a wedding and my car got sideswiped by um by by a, by a valet who borrowed my car to park and then i it damaged it are you trying to say that you you hate hate this movie more than your your heart, your car getting hit no, no not even close jeremy 
Jeremy, so you remember the story that uh, my car got hit, and I'm you know reviewing it for the listeners. It was uh, valeting at, at yes, the wedding. Correct. Yes. yes, and then scraped the door. There's like a softball size scrape. Haven't even straightened all of that out yet. It's only you know Tuesday this week. Called around. I know my course of action. I'm got to get a get to get an estimate on it and stuff like that. And you know what happened today, Jeremy? Do you know what happened today? Nothing. Nothing. Today I was driving home from work. And I got rear-ended. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, was just, I was just stopped at a light. And then I was just like, man, what a beautiful. I remember specifically going, you know what? Things aren't that bad. Like, it crossed my mind. I was like, you know what? Things are going good right now. Not a care in the world. Wag up. Nails me in the back. Hat goes flying off. Uh, oh. Phone goes off of the charger through the fucking dash like this i'm like mother of all things fuck and i get out and uh go to look at my back bumper uh it is uh, now i will say uh the gentleman that hit me because this is if, if you've ever been in a car accident even a fender bender the most awkward part whether it's your fault or their fault is meeting a new stranger and wondering how on the spectrum they're going to be right and like, I like be it, it's, to... it's a mexican that has to run out of their vehicle and <laughs> just immediately flee. <laughs> or... i was gonna i was gonna say i've been in a car accident but i definitely know that deer didn't have insurance <laughs> Oh dear! So I uh, I get out and it is uh, a another another thing is when you get rear-ended and somebody else wasn't b- driving it because it it's a it's a demon car. That is classic. <laughs> that is a classic situation. I've been there before. Now yeah. I get out of my vehicle and uh, I see that two men exit and uh, I realize they're both uh, built like Chris Restivo, which immediately makes me feel much more comfortable about the situation just from a like all right even if he's bad for why ever he would be mad i don't know uh i could choke slam both of these children very easily but it was like a 16 year old kid and uh he gets out and he was driving like a a toyota uh cx5 i think it was i have on the back of my car a little bit of a ding in my bumper. It's enough that I'm pissed, right? It's yeah. like, but he hit mostly my uh, my little hitch on the truck. The front of his shit, though, his whole grill was like cracked in half. And I was like, well, you know, yeah, that was your fault. And yeah. you're dumb. Anyway, uh, I ended up taking pictures and video, getting his information. But now I have two pending insurance claims that I have to get figured out to fix my car, which the world is just all set to demolition derby on. Um, I'm so I just, sorry. you know, I'm having a week. But I, I will say. On a bright side, I have to take it in to get body work. Now I can take it in all at once and get both of them done. You know what? If you're going to hit me, tomorrow is actually the day. So anyone on Wednesday, the uh, the, the, the fucking 29th of March, if you'd like to, I'll be driving around the state of Maryland. If you see a black truck, just fucking T-bone me. Don't fucking maim me. I want to be all the way dead or just enough to total the vehicle at this point. So uh, looking forward to that. That. I don't even oh. think you had an accident with your charger, did you? 
I actually have never had one. I dinged it once in a parking lot very stupidly and got one little bump on it uh, the first couple of months I owned it. Uh, I think the hard, hardest thing was just changing your tire rim on one of your cars. Had a little bit of trouble with that. Had a little bit of trouble with that for sure. Um, I'm really sorry, Eric. That sucks really bad. Um, but, your, but your strategy is good because I know Josie Marcelino did the same thing with her body. <laughs> You just take it all in at once. You're like, I don't want separate appointments. Just... <laughs> oh man! But you know what? Uh, I'm 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 feeling overall positive. My car still is running. I can go places. It will get all figured out, and I'll look back on all of this and only just scream in the night. So, <laughs> um, I that's that part's exciting, I guess overall. Um, oh, I do have one more one more thing uh, to share about this. So. The listener who is the lead singer, or I think the lead singer of Meat Garden, I'm not really sure about that part. He had listened to an episode about um, my car getting swiped by the valet. And he goes, he's like, hey, man, you really should do X, Y, and Z. And I was just like, you know what? That's really sound advice. I can't wait to come home and tell my wife that, hey, I was talking to Meat Garden earlier today. and Or should I say, my insurance uh, advisor meet garden esquire <laughs> llc uh has has given me sound information and it was hey the truly it really was but you, it was from a dm from meet garden so that just needs to, i thought that was very funny no that is funny thank you for elaborating who that is because i also have a new follower called meat garden yeah. and again i just assumed someone was looking at naked photos of me online and was like <laughs> this feels like my brand um but also if eric had a rock band representing him for insurance it would be aggressive Agra- ah, I like it. It would be <laughs> poor digestion. Um, <laughs> it would be more, 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 of, more of the flow. Yeah, <laughs> that's smart. Hustle and flow, mang. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Ashley, um, we were excited, and I don't know if we got to this ep- last episode, but you uh, had started a new job. Was I think Thursday last week? Or nope. was it, it was yesterday. Oh, it was, oh, yesterday was your first day. So Monday, you started a new job, um, which you're very excited about. The old job wasn't working out. How has the new job been working out thus far? <laughs> Good today. <laughs> Just day day two. That that dose baby dose dose dose. Yeah, no, I um even yesterday. You know, look, I was grateful to have a job. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm sitting there for about eight hours of just um, learning how to use applications. And the girl in the cookie monster pants next to me is like, I don't know how to do this. And I was like, OK, great. And I'm trying. <laughs> Wait a minute. Can you do more of the cookie monster girl? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What 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 do I don't we, know what, how to do this? Where's the where the any key? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where it is. I don't know how to read insurance codes. This is the woman in the cookie monster pants who's gonna have to process my insurance tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not even shitting you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is how it. this is how it was like the majority of these people. This is how it was going down. Be like, look, 
I took this job because it was full time paying $17 an hour. I can't get that nowhere else. I don't have my GED. I don't have a degree. This is perfect. <laughs> And I was like, I hope I die <laughs> in the next hour. So so I, you know, I try to make it through, try to be positive when I talk to Eric. He's like, how was work? I'm like, work's fine. And then I drive straight to my parents' house and I have a breakdown and I'm crying. And I'm like, I hate my life. Um, so then this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, I'm probably having a bipolar episode over the last week and I just wasn't paying attention. But you know what? The world is my oyster. And I quit my job. I'm going to find another one because that is what sane people do. All right. It's going to be fine. I legitimately feel fine. I feel great. I can't wait till this fucking crashes and I'm like unbelievably sad. But for now, I feel amazing. Oh, so you're riding a, a, riding a, a polar high right now. Um, which <laughs> I like it. Um, Me too. <laughs> what was the what was the deciding factor of when you came in? Did you know you were going to quit when you walked in today, or what, did it yes. come like okay? So yes, because Eric Eric was kind enough to message me this morning. He goes, "Hey." Psst. Have a great day at work. You're going to be fine. And I was like, yeah. Eric has no idea what's coming, what I'm about to do. But I was like, I want him to have a good day. Go spend time with your family. Yeah. <laughs> go, go get into a minor fender bender with a teenager. Like, I'm going to go have a deep, uncomfortable drive thinking about who I am and how I feel about my life. And I'm going to get to this job. and I'm going to be like, can't do it. Suck my fat pussy lips and then i'm gonna drive back home i'm gonna sit in bed all day and have deep thoughts again about who i am which i'm feeling pretty good about shockingly and then i'm like you know what it's seven dollar movie day so we're gonna take the seven dollars we shouldn't take out of our checking account and go see john wick four which was fucking amazing (laughs) all right john wick four did the um i I don't i don't know if i've i've probably top five jobs that i've hated and hated to work with yes and i don't know i I don't know if i wasn't uh i was trying to be um careful when i worked at the other place where we were doing woodwork all the time yeah but i remember the first two weeks working there with this guy which was probably one of the biggest assholes i've ever Mm -hmm. known in my entire life to the point where he would just ride me as much as humanly possible and also when i try to be like you know courteous or friendly mm-hmm. that literally he would just look at me and like oh you're dumb and i'm like oh wow you are just you're just like the most amazing asshole that I've, I've like you you really try to be the biggest asshole and i remember of just like i can see how much i can just be quiet oh. and then he could see like well, you, you must be seen like I'm an asshole. I'm like, yes. Yes, you're an amazingly asshole. Well, I guess I, I, I was being an asshole. I'm like, yes, but it's a little too far. Yeah. Because you, you really got under my skin and I really hate you. And, and it was like, wow, I, I really hope you make me quit. Make, make, make you can say, say something like, just tell me more of an asshole I already am. I'm so sorry, Jeremy. I it bet you're actually amazing. fun. 
I bet you're actually fun to work with, but also boys. I I may or may not be monitored this week. Ooh. Right, right. And it was yeah. like I really tried for that job, and it was like after after the first month, I was like, wow, I think he took it down like one notch. Yeah. And I was like, I think I can live with this. I can still live with this. Well, well I wasn't was, kidding. Well, though. was worse that guy watch. or um, having to possibly have sex with Andy Nelson Jr. I, I don't know. It was it was it was a toss up between Andy Andy's sexual harassment <laughs> and a guy just making mocking me openly, which I'm was sorry. like. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I remember not wanting to talk about it during the podcast. I'm like, this guy is unbelievable asshole. I'm so, so sorry. Either way, it happens. So I, you're being I, and you're being monitored. Are you going to cut the thing off the the tag off and then go rogue? Oh no! Like I'm just like I had to put out calls yesterday, and I was like, hey, like I'm not suicidal, but I am maybe a little. <laughs> so like if I do anything really stupid. <laughs> I like the the gesture you made, which was tie a noose like this. Like, ha, ha. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, I can't do it right. But it's like it's like a towel going through your ears. It's like this. I'm a little no. I had to call. I had to call my friends and family yesterday, and I was like, hey, like it just occurred to me that maybe the trip to New York might have sent me into like I don't know a mania spill. Maybe being up for seventy two hours is like really bad for my health. <laughs> <So weird. laughs> I say, I say sleep it off. Try to try to sleep more. I have. I'm feeling great. I legitimately my outlook on life has significantly changed, which is great. I had them take me off the meds they put me on this weekend because so I was like, "Hey, ah, it's gotten worse," and now I feel great. So have you um have you considered you know I, some of the other people have had some life changing things? Have you thought about maybe yeah. having a stroke? <laughs> um, I heard Eric, it's not bad. I heard it's not that Eric, bad. Eric, not on the podcast. Stop. That's for me in private. When when you know it's a really good one. What's that? When when oh, I live alone. So even if I was talking, no one would like understand how uh-huh. I was talking gibberish. But I know I'm having a stroke when the hand I go to touch myself with isn't moving. Ah, I'm like, oh no, it's the good hand. You know, <laughs> when there limp. was when there was two sets of hands in the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, as as our mom would say, she had to. He had a, gave her a seizure. I did. I did give my my youngest sister a seizure once because uh, he oh choked her out. And so I this is. I think we've told this on the podcast before, but maybe <laughs> Ashley doesn't know. That. I uh, I think when I was like um, twenty years old, I I was uh, you know as it was when I uh, was I was trying to explain to my mother how a a sleeper hold worked. And oh, I, I put my youngest sister in a sleeper hold. It was probably like uh, like sixteen at the time, and uh, I was just like, and you go like this, and then you just apply a little bit of pressure. And I just did it for like one, two, three, and I felt her go limp in my arms. I thought she was like joking around, and I was just like, and then they go to sleep, mom. It's like that, and I was just like, all of a sudden I started to let her down, and then I got her like down to like my waist while I was holding her by her arms, and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, I sit up, and she just flopped and smacked her head on the. Oh my God, Eric! Is this Rachel? <laughs> and now it's my sister Amelia. And oh, then, Amelia! And then, oh my God! Well, I think then, I know why she has so many problems. And then, <laughs> and then my mom, goes, she she wakes up like two seconds later, and goes <gasps> like this, and, she, and my mom goes, "You made her seizure!" <laughs> Jesus, 
Eric. I think, you know, I always thought your dad was the violent one. I, I didn't mean to. I It was a real Richard oh, Belzer, gosh. Hulk Hogan situation oh. that I did. A lot um, of men hurt women and say I didn't mean to. <laughs> but I was crazy. I really did. It was, it was a family thing. It wasn't like real abuse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's a sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goddamn, man. So we're jobless. Our cars are in shambles. Jeremy is, uh, you know what? Honestly, you've had the best week so far out of us. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You're I might actually go to the doctor and might, there's, there's hope of either uh, getting a job or having to go disability. So. Jeremy, do you realize you might be a better version of me? You're going to have a job and you're going to be pulling an income. I'm going to be the loser on this podcast. You, you, you probably have so many uh, backups for like apps or something that you could still do work or, you're, or you know what, you Jeremy, have a you have a car you do you do like Uber if you have to. Jeremy, so. you're so positive. You're right. I could still write out this puss. <laughs> I will. I am. I would. I don't have a pussy. I can't give to make money with my pussy. Jeez. You're right. <laughs> I on my mouth. I could so. Yeah, Jeremy, I'd fuck your mouth for a certain. There's a there's a dollar amount. I'd give for that. And I don't even get the good cigarettes either. It's cheap, cheap cigarettes. Head down to East Baltimore and Andy Nelson's Glory Hole, where Jeremy will be working from <laughs> noon to four for the no. afternoon drive. <laughs> no, the three of us are the new location for Jimmy's Famous Seafood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right. Full, full dis- disclosure, uh, Andy Nelson Jr. is my favorite sodomite. So. Oh, that is nice. Mm. That is nice. Well, Jeremy, you had this uh, week's movie pick, and this week's movie pick is Galaxina, um, which, Jeremy, why Galaxina? Uh, it's, it's really dated. I, I finally watched it for, I think I saw it 10 years ago, even though no, the, first, the first time I heard it was... Uh, or saw it was 40 years ago so this is my second viewing and uh definitely dated but also it's definitely have to be uh uh it, it gives a, a time for her her um her murder suicide so well yeah that is that is worth noting uh lead star of uh galaxina who plays galaxina is uh none other than um uh, uh dorothy stratton uh who was the playboy playmate of 1980 and uh also was murdered that same year by her uh husband and who they were uh in divorce proceedings while this was happening so uh very sad story uh but she yeah she uh apparently was uh hanging out she was like you know i was reading a little bit about it she's like divorce proceedings are good and her lawyer advisor was like you know why don't you let me take care of it and uh uh her husband who was had discovered her in canada and took the original nudes so she got in playboy in the uh late 70s um who uh she was 19 apparently when this happened um and he was 26 and a local pimp and he got her discovered supposedly um another director who she was seeing at the time uh 
um, whose name eludes me. At That's the, uh, Peter Peter Bogdanovich. Yes, Peter Bogdanovich uh, was seeing her at the time as well uh, as the divorce was happening, maybe overlapping a bit here. And this uh, led to her saying, you know what? He's being so kind about everything. I think I'm just going to hang out. Meanwhile, he buys a shotgun and talks about with his friends all day how, hey, you know how a couple other playmates got, you know, accidentally murdered lately? Yeah, that was crazy. Anyway, I'm going hunting. See you guys later. And uh, her roommates left. And uh, moments after they did, he shotgunned her in the face and then shotgunned himself in the face. So uh, very sad story. We wish we could have seen more out of Dorothy Stratton. Uh, Unfortunately, this was her last movie. <laughs> oh, I'd imagine this is your legacy. <laughs> I mean, we all can't have the great legacies of like a uh, 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 Ray um, um, Ray Liotta in Cocaine Bear or um, Jeremy yeah, Woodworth in The best. Killer Clown Meets the Candyman. We can't. This is, yeah. this is second second only, I think, to uh, Bob Fosse's movie called Star Eighty, and I remember seeing. Seeing the, the the murder uh, in the in the uh, at the end of the movie, it was so visceral and it was so dark. I was like, oh, this almost almost made me made me ill. Even though I was like maybe wow. tw- twelve years old at the time, I was like, oh, this is this is the most horrible movie I've ever seen. God, watch that when you were twelve. Yeah, well, it was it was I think I think it was only rated R just for the uh, just for the nudity, but it was wow. still so dark. I was I mean, gonna say. That's right. You grew up in a porn loving household, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We uh we did see um uh I did I did pull a little bit of audio just for uh not not from the movie itself, but I did find the Siskel and Ebert review of Galaxina and uh you know what? How about we just share a little bit of that and see what we think here? I always love those scenes they have in movies like this where you see the spaceship. They right. want it to look like two thousand and one or Star Wars. And somehow it always winds up looking like a bar of soap that somebody carved with a kitchen knife. <laughs> that was Dorothy Stratton at the beginning of that clip. She plays Galaxina, and she is the Playboy Playmate who was murdered last year. And unfortunately, this movie didn't really give her a chance to do much more acting than you saw there. It's a predictable, dumb spoof, and even the talented Avery Schreiber can't do anything to save it. Oh, uh, I like how he gives Avery Schreiber uh, uh, a shout-out, because you do get to meet him. He plays Captain Cornelius, but, uh, and just to describe people what Avery Schreiber looks like, uh, imagine the, like, Captain Lou Albano, uh, a, a real Mario Brothers-looking guy, but with the golden pipes of just the best fucking Kevin Conroy cartoon voice you could ever hear. It was actually before my time, and my my cousin Josh would always uh, explain Avery Shriver because his name was the Doritos guy because he had Doritos commercials in the in the seventies. So. Oh yeah, I, uh, it also uh, the 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 cast has uh, so the the plot of the movie is that there are there space policemen because. The traffic in space is so crazy now. They got to have space police. Uh, The opening scroll is a direct ripoff of Star Wars and reads as such. The year is 3008. Space travel is now routine. As the new galaxies were explored and more civilizations discovered, the traffic in space increased. 
The United Intergalactic Federation was called upon to create a police force, and soon a fleet of ships was patrolling the far reaches of the known star systems. This is the story of one of these ships, Police Cruiser Number 308, the Infinity. It is also the story of the ship's crew and the ship's robot. She was no ordinary robot, for in the 31st century, man finally created a machine with feelings, and her name is Galaxina! Oh, shit. I thought I thought you were going to say Ashley. <laughs> her name is Ashlina! <laughs> uh, and the, wor- the worst thing about uh, machines having feelings when they... Uh... When the Simpsons like, why had to? Why did have? Did they have to program us with feelings? Ah! Yeah, if I was a robot, I'd be like, why didn't you text me back earlier? I don't understand the tone of that message. The funny part is, is that we're so close to actually getting robots with feelings, but uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Christopher Nolan still has none, uh, which is really sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what feelings are. Um, but It'll yeah, work. it is. <laughs> <laughs> have his movies have no feelings? Anyway, no, agreed. So, agreed. Um, Another important part is that, that they decide to make the soundtrack exactly like john williams by making actual wagner music yes yes and uh there is tons of spoofs throughout i mean even down to the sounds that the ship makes are the star trek doors opening the red alert is a hundred percent the red alert from star trek um it's just real spoofy i will say though like the sets for 1980 aren't bad for a star movie like i i thought some of the monsters were great in this um uh, overall and some of the bits were fucking fire because they have space tv and there is a bit my favorite space tv is the old lady who can't open the jar of pickles and they were like well now here johnson and johnson we give you space claws and she has these giant fucking mandibles that just rah, it's fucking anyway, that i did enjoy oh grandma <laughs> Yeah, she's just an Amish lady with fucking uh, MCU level claws on now. I'm I made several notes as like trying to understand the movie and like what the vibe was because I wrote down like is this just horny Star Wars, and then and then I was like, uh, is this broke back mountain in space? Because there was some real gay level shit in there that I was like, oh, this is. Did Jeremy pick a porno? And I was like, not that type of movie. Okay, not that it, not it. Um. <laughs> I was really struggling, but I did hear the word space honky, and that made me giggle. Yeah. Hell yeah. I do like that uh, the way this opens up, though, you meet the, the captain, who looks like mm-hmm. Super Mario. You meet the other crew members, uh, like uh, F- Sergeant Thor, played by Stephen Mocked. Jeremy, what's your favorite Stephen Mocked movie? Uh, I, this this is probably his biggest new movie, and, and the, uh, the, only one, the, the only two that you know of. Uh, it's his his second role is uh the uh the bad guy in uh um I almost said Pet Cemetery. It's definitely uh night graveyard shift. Yes, he the, is the uh, rat rat movie. Yes, he is the in the rat movie, but he's also plays Dell Sean's dad in the Monster Squad. That's what I know him from. Oh so yeah, I never did see the movie. 
Mm-hmm. And he'll pick up on this. And he has the he has the face that looks like a Townsend, and this, he's very. <laughs> He's good at it. He's he's the one that falls in love with the robot uh, Galaxina, who has shockers on so that the crew can't constantly sexually assault her. Um, <laughs> Can we get me a pair of those? Yes. They, they also have uh, they also have just a black guy with wings who is <laughs> like, hey, what's up, man? These wings don't even work. It doesn't make any sense. And just a random space Chinese guy. It doesn't. I don't know why he's on the ship or what he does but he is a space <laughs> chinaman did, did i did i did i send you the uh the the, the uh the, the little shit say it say it woodworth say it okay so i i've sent you a little blurb from Stephen mock apparently that he almost got he almost got second fiddle to uh patrick stewart on on star trek for the next oh, generation indeed. So he was almost Jean-Luc Picard. Right. And, and I'm thinking, how did this have, have any factual that this that Galaxina helped him to, into Star Trek, maybe? So <laughs> that is yeah. weird to think about. But but real quick, sorry, Jeremy, back to what Eric said, though. I did also make a note. I'm like, there is an opium-addicted Chinaman in space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's just totally addicted to opium. Uh, fucking... Galaxina is, uh, she pilots the ship and does most of the thing in a giant glowing chair that's completely has a form fit to her body. Um, it just flies them around. And by the way, I like that they have to go places, but they can't go fast because they literally don't have a hyperdrive. So they have to just go in cryosleep. So other people can travel fast. Instead, they have to sleep for like 27 years to get to their next spot. <laughs> and I'm um, like, I- I understand because I have to sleep for 27 hours before I can interact with most of you people. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if there's like a timeline between this movie and and Battle Beyond the Stars because this spaceship really did make me think that this had tits on the side of the spaceship. Yeah, so many tits on the side of this. I mean, did yeah, did did do you think that were inspired they were like two tits on a spaceship? Sorry, pal. We're going full HR Geiger and we're giving you just a ship of tits. How do we know that the ship wasn't also a spaceship up by James Cameron? Oh. Well, mm. I I I want a new nickname. I want to be Ship Tits. <laughs> ship Tits. <laughs> Um, I did. I did think it was funny at one point that we could remake this movie on our own with Jeremy, and we could just call it Event Horizon. (laughs) Which, by the way, shout outs to um, I guess capitalism real quick uh, because listen, you know they released the Event Horizon uh, and as a 4K, and it immediately got bought up by everybody, and then they were selling it for like 160 bucks. I'm like, I'm paying 160 dollars for this shit. Um, They reprinted them, and I got one for 16 dollars. So fuck you, and I hope all you fucking scalpers have to sit on that and watch it over and over again because it's such a good movie. You fucking twats. I hope you have 60 copies that you can never move. Um, Send me the link because I could get one so. yeah it's on it's on amazon right now well i got a notification about like two weeks ago so you just check there should be a 4k copy out there right now for like 20 to 16 dollars um amazon choice amazon. i can suck some dick for it hey 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 um so they then run into their like first little skirmish where they just go point blank range 
firing lasers at each other and not moving at all. And they were like, yeah, it's basically a waiting game. We just wait to see whose shields fail first. And uh, I mean, hopefully it's us. And they just like, yeah, I hope so. Otherwise, I guess we're dead, you know. And so they do end up uh, winning that little skirmish, I believe. And then Galaxina is just sexily walking everywhere where we finally get to meet my personal favorite character, who is just the rock eater guy, who is just this <laughs> fucking... Chewbacca ripoff with a giant mouth that looks like something from the Ghoulies um, that just eats rocks that the captain throws at him. He's like, you don't have to treat me like a monster. (laughs) (laughs) I every scene that the Rock Eater guy is in, I was crying because he he just wants to be treated like not a piece of shit. It's his only desire, and everybody's like, shut up, you fucking Rock eating piece of garbage <laughs> oh wait are we still talking about the movie or about my feelings <laughs> uh, I do so like later in the movie I, I another scene with the rock eater which is so fucking good is they want him to eat through the bars he's like I can't eat through bars those are what bar eaters do and he's just like you are, your teeth are strong enough you could literally just do that and you find out that he's imprisoned on the police ship because he ate the queen's jewels because they are also rocks and then Galaxy is like but didn't you think he could be possibly hungry he's a good boy like that and I was like he is a good boy I want a rock eater friend that's all. He ate. Oh. He ate the MacGuffin. Yes, he does eat the MacGuffin and explode everything. I was um, gonna say, I've seen some of your friend's teeth, Eric. I think you've got some rock eaters in your midst. Yeah, we got a couple out there. So uh, they then, um, I guess they have to go on this quest to find the blue star. Uh, which every time you hear it, 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 it makes a fucking funny noise, a little thing, which is the MacGuffin that moves this plot along. And, uh, uh, but first they have to stop at the the space whorehouse called Kitty's, which is also one of my favorite places. And by the way, groundbreaking, I always, I was 100% sure the first time there was ever three titties in the world was Total Recall. But no, Total Recall 100% stole the triple titty because you get to see this lady with triple tits and the Asian guy is only, he's only paying attention to the middle one, the, cla- the one right on the street sternum he's really loves that sternum titty and uh he doesn't let go of, th- of it the entire scene uh, i was feeling <laughs> I, I i also give uh credence to uh the the um uh, the third the third tit girl from uh total recall who was also in uh engineering on star trek when they uh when they, they they encountered the Borg for the second time, so oh. ha- hanging out with Jordy, but she didn't have three boobs; she had two. She just had two tits. <laughs> um, Yuck! Gross. I, you know, you know who, you know what my favorite three boobs are. Right here, us. That's right us. here. This, That's this us. my favorite boobs. Um, I, I think I think my brother can, can likes to think his my my side boobs on my butt near my my butt. So I have two more boobs. You have more boobs. <laughs> Thank you, you have more boobs. Oh, I. There's also a scene 
right before they reach this whorehouse. I, I want to get back to the whorehouse. Don't get me wrong. But where the <laughs> captain finds a random egg and he's like, you believe people used to eat these? And then he cracks it and it's like this green goo. He's like, you sure you want to eat that? Uh, I don't think that's probably probably a bad I idea. Like Eddie, I did not like that. <laughs> um, I will say, sorry, because you're talking about the whorehouse. Um, I did want to make a note where I was like, I felt like just from the sound effects, like there was a lot of girls crying um, in this whorehouse. And I was like, is this what we call non-human trafficking? (laughs) (laughs) It's alien trafficking. Hmm. Uh, But no, so the captain eats this fucking drinks this egg real quick. This is before they get to the whorehouse. And it's important. It's worth noting. That he sucks it down and then immediately starts shaking. Let me see if I get this audio right here. And then he throws up a mini little alien, essentially, that looks nothing like the alien from Aliens at all. Uh, it is. It just looks like this really gooey version, and it runs off. You're like, and they're like, ah, we probably don't need to worry about that. We'll just worry about it later. Back to the whorehouse now. So there's the girl with three titties important to mention the the main uh brothel lady the uh madam of the house looks like a full-grown version of okay do you remember the salad gremlin from gremlins 2 that was made <laughs> out of salad parts that's exactly what this thing looks like and she's like oh hello let me show you and it's uh, <laughs> she just looks like she's made 80 of 80 percent kale and it is uh, it's un- disturbing and disturbing it is what well, is but i also love if it's because it's not her you're right that's the madam of the house but there's also the the point where he's like god this bitch is so ugly and he calls someone over to get a paper bag yes, and puts, put the, on her- <laughs> puts a paper bag on this space lady's head that's our captain captain cordelia's butt and he's just like oh disgusting bring, bring this over oh man so yeah he does do that um but while this is all happening Galaxina is watching from up there because uh, Sergeant Thor, played by Stephen Mock, has already expressed his love of Galaxina, and she's decided to turn off her pussy zapper and get a voice because she thinks, you know what, maybe, maybe I could do something with Sergeant Thor, and she gets very jealous because he's fucking space horse down at uh, down at Kitty's. So uh, while they're in cryo sleep, uh, they wake them all. She wakes them all up when they get to their destination of 27 years for some reason the captain has grown a full beard and like he's a full rasta when he wakes up which hides his face which is the only thing that is serviceable in this movie as being good acting they're like hey we're gonna take away our best actor in the movie and cover his face like cousin it for the rest of the film hope that hope that's a cool idea and are, are, uh, are you are you are you glazing over the the the, the fact that this movie is the cre- precursor to alien 3 Oh, where they have to go to the 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 um uh the planet I forget what it's called the uh the prison planet but but the alien is the reason why my my newt dies and and uh, uh, uh Michael Bean dies because of the alien since this is the precursor to alien three oh so this is what happens in between aliens and alien alien three. Yeah, They're because uh, the, 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 the alien hit, hits the little buttons by accident, and ah, he's been aged. Yeah, so, so see, uh, 
They then, uh, so they're on a quest to get the blue star, which everybody yells and screams, which is just a weird MacGuffin in a half globe with the, it's just looks like a shitty crystal. Um, and as they're going, they, what is it? They, they end up like crash landing because somebody else space attacks them it's the guy like the metal face and all of a sudden when they start shaking there's now gravity works like how it does on a planet they're like they're in space but now they're holding on for dear life because the it it's turned 90 degrees it makes no sense i accept it and uh they crash land on a planet of space cowboys and bikers um which she Galaxina is the only one that can go out because they switched the filter on the camera to red orange. And <laughs> I don't, I, I know this sounds like a fever dream because it is. Yeah. Um, the filter, the filter is called anal sepia. <laughs> and, and a good, good thing. They, they, they spent money on the movie to make it look, look like a, a Western town with the Batmobile. <laughs> Yeah, and the Batmobile is just randomly in this western town. It's just it's just sitting there with no Bat logo on the side. They're like, oh yeah, now that's how we settled the place. Um, but she ends up having to go in a gunfight with a guy that looks like Doctor Doom, wearing like a Bobby Brown back dancer uniform um and beats him in a draw uh in a quick draw in the middle of a western street with lasers. Um. And so now she has the blue star, which I guess she has to get back to the ship. But before then, she gets abducted by a gang of bikers who worship uh, Ali David Sun, um, which is obviously so many puns in one thing. You get Ali from uh, Islam. You get David from obviously Judaism. Sun is in Son of Christ. And a pun that sounds like Harley Davidson, all in one joke right there has there been a more perfect joke written by tom myers for a movie can can i come my favorite favorite joke is when uh he uh uh confronts her in the to see the uh blue star and of course (laughs) he she she says uh to galaxy says what what kind of mask are you like and he's like this is my mask this is my real face (laughs) Because this is this is where they talk about the great hog in the sky. Yes. Which I, had, which I had two thoughts. One, man, you know what? Drinks up, CJ Bernie. We miss you. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. CJ Bernie, you sweet man. Heaven is literally a little bit closer. Because <laughs> the gravitational pull. Yeah, because he's big. Because um, he's big, and he brought it down closer to Earth. Yeah, I like go. that. Um, I also thought Great Hog in the Sky feels very anti-Semitic. Like I feel like you wouldn't tell a Jew that, like, what god do you worship? Be like a Great Hog in the Sky. I was like, this feels a little out of times. I just That's not nice, kosher. Yeah, I didn't really like that, but <laughs> also Great Hog. 
Uh, Jeremy, now, maybe you didn't know this, but uh, uh, they eventually, uh, Sar- Sergeant Thor is able to rescue uh, Galaxina, who's just tied up, um, brings her back to the ship. But when they get there, the Doctor Doom guy has repaired himself and now is taking control of the ship. But also, the little monster is still on the loose. Jeremy, do you know the little person who is in the monster? Oh, I really should know. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna guess uh Felix Silva. No, you're looking for Angelo Rossito. Uh, oh, Mr. Freaks and, and Master Blaster. Yeah, Master wow. Blaster right there. Was it was Google Gobble. Google Gobble, uh, Google Gobble. Master wow. Blaster boys, big hog, you're killing me. <laughs> so that was uh he was he was the little guy in the uh the fake alien suit. So they're all locked up. Embargo on Um What I and you'll have to remind me because I did watch this on short notice and uh, also was trying to prep for the show. They So they're in the fucking cell. They try to convince the rock eater to eat them out of the jail cell. How the fuck does the everything happen at the end here? Give me the ending of this movie. Who, me? Yeah, Jeremy. Uh, I think it's important that uh, apparently the a- alien can just walk around him like in a circle and then sit on his chair and and bites the uh, the bad guy in the ass to destroy him. So and that just that just beats him just by by doing yep. that. All right, perfect. Well, just... he's like, he's like probably almost like a like a like a rock eater because he actually chews the guy's ass out. And look, uh, and and see, this is. This is the downfall of what this is the future that millennials and ass eaters want. This is where this is what they evolve into are rock eaters. And uh, oh, and another another favorite favorite part is whenever <laughs> the alien, all the bad guys, like also mentions the blue star, and every time he goes, oh, and the, and the bad guy's like, what is this shit? Yeah, what is <laughs> it? Making the noise with the, the, the heavenly voices, so. Eric uh, keeps talking about people wanting to eat rocks, and I'm like, well, Paul Simon had it right when he sang, she loves me like a rock. <laughs> eat that ass. And the rest of the crew, when he eats the bad guy's ass, they're just smoking a hookah the whole time. They have nothing to do with how the movie is resolved in any way, shape, or form. They're just smoking weed, and then the little midget alien comes back and just brings them the keys like, will you be my friend? My name is Spewy. Special <laughs> person eating ass egg yolks. <laughs> um... <laughs> And, and saves them from jail by saving the the keys behind it. Yeah, and yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the guy talks about having sex with a with a robot and having a robot family from a catalog. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. But uh, overall, that that uh, pretty much brings us to an end of this fucking ridiculous movie. Uh, and what a legacy for the late and deceased uh, Dorothy Stratton. This being her last will and testament. You know, I, we like to remember how she lived not how she was horribly murdered and galaxina is i think a fitting end to such a talented actress yes <laughs> I, I give i give her a lot more props to the, than than uh, uh dominic dunn in uh in uh poltergeist so oh, oh okay yeah, yeah. This is, well, right. at least <laughs> yeah. must have been at least she got to grow up um 
This is uh well, she know, could be sexually harassed by pool guys in her backyard. So Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um but yeah, this uh this, <sighs> this movie overall, the the rating on it, let's give us uh this this has a I wanna just see the tomato reading. On IMDB it's a three point six out of ten. And I wanted to see the tomato meter. It was, it was a. Re- it's one of the lowest scored movies we've ever. Oh, it's got a seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So not as low as Nothing But Trouble, but uh, pretty goddamn low. So it's it's definitely a bottom feeder movie. I've got my own tomato reader. It's called a Diva Cup. (laughs) (laughs) If you're interested in checking it out for yourself, it is free on YouTube with a bunch of really short ads throughout of it, uh, throughout Mm -hmm. it on uh, Filmix, uh, the YouTube channel, or you can rent it for like four or five bucks. Uh, Don't do that. That's a terrible (laughs) decision. Actually, watch it with the ads because it's definitely way worth it that way. Um, Jeremy, your final thoughts on. Galaxina. Uh, still wait, waiting for the sequel, and uh, maybe they, maybe um, what's her name, uh, uh, Tommy Lee's uh, wife could be in the sequel. Oh, okay, Tommy. Oh, Pamela Anderson. You're saying? Pamela, yeah, yeah. Pamela, Pamela I don't Anderson mean. Lee. I don't mean Nicole Nicholson uh, Sullivan. Nicole Brown Simpson should be in. Yeah, the Nicole. Sequel. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> You know, that isn't the worst thing that happened because of the OJ thing is that we didn't get any more Naked Gun movies. And I think that's the sad part of it. I like that they were like, we can't go further with the franchise after these two horrible incidents, the death of Anna Nicole and uh, OJ. And Can they make a movie about just about Norberg? Yeah, I would. Listen, I'm here for it and recast it as Jonathan Majors. He seems like a really good guy that's uh, making all the right decisions. Um, why don't they? Why don't they you know, offer him like ten thousand bucks to do the movie? Have you guys heard? I, I thought that was going to acquire a bigger lap. You guys have heard the news story about Jonathan Majors, the guy who no. plays Kang. Oh, he's arrested on domestic abuse charges currently. No. <laughs> so, oh. I thought it'd be fun to just add that. Oh in. God, why? Oh. Men, oh. men are monsters. They are, but guess. I don't know if you'd call them a man. Guess who's out of jail today? Amanda Bine. Chris Chan. Yes. <laughs> Free the Chan. Um, Ashley, your final thoughts on Galaxina. Um, it's a great fucking turd. Big fan. Thanks for picking it, Jeremy. Um, I think you and I need to make a sequel together, and we're going to call it Guardians of Galaxina. Guardians of Galaxina. Uh, yeah, I would say check it out. It is a. It's not the worst film I've mm-hmm. ever seen. I'll tell you what. Eat all the edibles before you start it. It's much more enjoyable. Um, Ashley, where- I'd be. I'd be fine to uh, work with uh, Kevin Spacey on it. Oh yeah, that now now a real spacey adventure. That's what I'm talking about. Um, now, uh, Ashley. <laughs> Where can people find you at? You can always find me online at Ashley Pontius Laughs. You can also find my horror page, which is Slash and Gash DMV on Instagram. Show-wise, you can catch this big old ass uh, headlining the Abington Abingdon Grill April 29th. And then you can catch me at the Cellar Door April 30th. Ooh, what a lineup you got there. Um, yeah, all that stuff and see uh, all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. Um, I don't have new show 
show's up there, but if you check my socials, which is at the bottom of every page there, you can follow me, like, subscribe, do all the bullshit that we need to do. Uh, and, you know, tell a friend about the gift of quality time. Jeremy, take us out of here. Blaster Blaster runs by to town. <laughs>